Welcome to the Bare Naked Ladies ABCs. We cover every Bare Naked Ladies song from whatever the beginning of the song is to the very end. All right. So tonight's song is uh, Burt Baccarat's song, uh, Superiorly. It's definitely way, way better than what uh, Bare Naked Ladies could ever do. Whoa. Okay. Thank you. Have a great night. <laughs> wow. I'm keeping that in, Stefan, you know. <laughs> Oh no! I I record all the tracks separately, so I could just like push everyone else's audio okay, back as as two minutes. Our, yeah, but with Bill one Cosby. eye, it's gonna take twice as long. So, oh. Oh. how's your depth perception? <laughs> wow! Too soon, guys. Too soon. I didn't see that coming. Wow! You can't help it. It's fine. Oh, Stefan! What are you doing? What do you think? What did he do I now? said I did not see that coming. Yay! No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, usually I'm the one that gives the puns, but you know, eye for an eye. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. Well I've done, sir. Well, sir, in the uh, land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So, <laughs> I guess I lead them. <laughs> so, as Stefan said, this yes, tonight. Tonight's song is They Lo- Long to Be Close to You by Burt Baccarat. Uh, and Hal David. We do not want to forget Hal David. I'll get into that later mm-hmm. on. Poor poor Hal David gets the short end of the stick so oh. often. The stick that <laughs> poked me in the eye. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be, I have a whole bunch of facts about this song. I don't want to be going on forever. So is there anyone else that wants to start off with talking about the song itself? They long to be close to you by Burt Bacharach and Hal Hal David. Well, I I know that when I brought it up on Spotify, it was a a long list Mm -hmm. like Tennessee whiskey. You know, (laughs) you have to you have to pick your pick your poison there covered. Yeah, yeah. I can talk a little bit about it. I, I, um, I'm actually quite fond of Burt Bacharach's music. Um, it's very sad that he passed away recently. I February think he was, yeah, I, I think he was a wonderful songwriter. I think, I think he was better at writing songs than singing them. Not that he was a poor <laughs> vocalist. No. And I mean that sincerely, like I, I, not that he was a poor vocalist far from it, but I, I'm very fond of a few, a few particular covers of his music. Um, I knew I knew his name and I'd heard some of his stuff when I was much younger, like in junior high and high school. And I think I wrote him off as like elevator music. Uh, mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that he's become entangled with the term easy listening, which to me is more or less synonymous with like elevator music, which I think of as a pejorative. But I actually when I was in college, I got into lounge music through bands like Black Velvet Flag and Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine <laughs> and albums like Lounge Palooza, which had alternative rock bands covering lounge songs and lounge musicians covering alternative rock songs. Steven Eady cover Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden on that album. And it's actually really, really? good. Um, yeah. I'd like so to hear that. In college, cool. It is really good. Yeah. Um, in college, my band, The Second Child, ended up covering a cover of this guy's in love with you. So one of my favorite bands in the entire world, Faith No More did a fantastic cover of that tune and it inspired me to do the same. So yes, I, Aaron have sung my heart out on a Burt Bacharach tune multiple times in front of various crowds of mostly inebriated people in new England. 
Uh, I should also <laughs> mention a film called Mirror Mask, written by the wonderfully talented Neil Gaiman, uh, which has a lovely cover of this song, Close to You. Um, only it's a slightly more fleshed out song and chord changes, and it has like a more sinister kind of gothic undertone. If well, you've that... never heard that before, here is oh, yeah. a quick we'll play a little snippet. clip. And if you have never heard Faith No More's cover mm. of This Guy's In Love With You, here is a quick snippet of this. Yes, I'm in love. Who looks at you the way I do? When you smile, I can't Wow. Too amazing. Which I think if you can see the video, it's them live, and there's all these like very confused teenagers trying to headbang <laughs> to a Burt Bacharach song. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because the front line of security guards are like pushing them back, and yeah, you're like, like, what the hell is happening? going on? <laughs> yeah. No, Mike Patton Crowd is famous for introducing um, young, angsty teenagers to genres of music they would not have heard of otherwise and that, that's what happened with me and i was like wow this burp back guy there's yeah. something going on there you know he's a good songwriter and and i think you know like uh all these interesting covers and arrangements like stefan mentioned if you search for the song in spotify you're going to get like a huge list and yeah. i think it really speaks to the quality of the song you know um you know and and probably a lot of people heard like the carpenters version or something like that and it's like ah that's probably not where i would go to but like <laughs> yeah. the, the, the structure of the song the roots are very firm and it is a, it's a very solid song yeah if carpenters you haven't heard the carpenters too. version here's oh, the no. carpenters oh, no. version uh, I, just for you I, Aaron. I spake they who should not be named <laughs> i like the carpenters they're pretty good i like the plumbers better uh <laughs> Does Pantera do a version? <laughs> God smack. I, I would love to hear a God smack version. Just like me, they long to be close to you. I think I just grew like three shades whiter as a person to <laughs> that song. wow wow okay the, the world revolves around you. I know. it's harder to push the buttons too with one eye i would imagine hey tracy hey, uh does it, does it matter back. that i'm recording should i stop and like no go ahead you can keep recording in case it happens again okay <laughs>
In case. But anyways, we were just talking about the 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 huge amount of covers and arrangements that various artists have done from multiple Burt Bacharach songs and like how it speaks to the quality of his work, uh, you know, at the core of things. And I think it's really interesting and it's cool that we have these different versions, including the one that we're about to discuss. I agree. And, and yeah, I think it's interesting. You said the, the thing about just before I I suddenly disappeared um, about how it, it made you several say several several shades whiter um, because um, it's funny because he wrote like he was he and Hal David were the primary writers and were in a partnership with Dion Warwick for ten plus years. When it came oh, I thought you were going to mention Procol Harum's A Whiter Shade of Pale and work that in some. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, All right. I promise no more obscure references for the for the night. I mean, that's I not just, really I'm obscure, sorry. but that's, that's fairly. Yeah, that's I guess depends on your the Zoomers have no idea what the hell I'm talking. That's about, about the right most now. mainstream reference that Aaron will ever do right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, if you don't know Dweezil Zappa's, uh, no, actually, I don't. He, he's pretty well known. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to reach for, <laughs> reach for an obscure artist now. Wesley Willis. There we go. If you don't know Rock and Roll McDonald's by Wesley Willis, Rock you and Roll McDonald's. <laughs> I know Tracy knows that. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> um. So if you don't know the Carpenters version, which I was playing before, um, yes. it hit number one on the Billboard. Did it in both what, what America? Um, 1970. I mean, it definitely. Oh, it's 7D. Um, okay, like beginning. Yep. Um, it was on. Wow, was, no wonder the hippies became disillusioned so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Carpenters growing up. I don't. You know, they're not the worst band in the world, but like, they're just. It's so straight. It's the straightest. This is eight notes. We are not swinging. No syncopation. We are white. It is the whitest. I mean, yes. Music. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big... but it's funny because Burt Bacharach himself that is not yeah yeah like he's well, known he's, for we'll, he's we'll got get to swing him. and jazz influence and all that you know he's 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 interesting like he yeah he's he's an interesting dude he was an I should say um and with a lot of like interesting musical uh influences and he influenced a lot of uh, there's there's a I believe it's oh man um I should know this being um a Japanophile it's I believe it's called Shibuya K. It's um like a weird um nostalgia trip genre of music in Japan where like they pulled from like lounge music. Hmm. Um yeah, so hmm. like he was a huge influence on them. Huh. Uh so I like I said, this was number one on the billboard for four weeks with the Carpenters. Um and it was actually named the Song of the Summer Impressive. for 1970. Oh wow. It was top of the billboard in canada and australia as well it hit number six in the uk uh, and it earned the carpenters a grammy so if wow. 1969 was the summer of love was 1970 the summer of ambien <laughs> oh uh, any surviving members of the carpenters we know that you listen come on the show i'd love to talk to you <laughs> um they also so this was also recorded and released by Dionne War- Warwick. Uh, um, if you haven't heard her version, I, so here I'm going to go into a couple of different versions of this song. Um, Dionne Warwick's was different, and and per- personally, 
I think the Carpenter's version is better than Dion's. So Dion um, redid the song take. too. Hot takes from Tracy. Yeah, no, Tracy's I mean, hot takes. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to share these things with you guys, um, <laughs> so that way you can you can make your own decisions. But I, I okay, the Carpenter's version is better. Why do birds suddenly appear? I like this better already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tracy. You are near yeah, this is superior. Just like me, they long to be close to you. Why? I think Mirror Mask definitely takes the cake on 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 the covers, but like that was better than the carpenter. <laughs> to be fair, the carpenter wasn't terrible. Like I'm not like. I'm I'm being facetious and and playing for laughs here, but like you know, that wasn't a bad song. It wasn't a bad cover, but I like Dion Warwick's better. Just hearing hearing that, and Dusty Personally. Springfield also covered it. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, really, who hasn't covered it? To pull I'm trying. This song is like <laughs> venereal. Just... Well, my band didn't. We covered uh, this guy's in love with you, but apparently, I should have jumped on the bandwagon and covered this one. Maybe mm. I'll do that at my concert later this year. <laughs> Pretty um, easy song. I could probably learn it on piano. While I'm waiting for Dusty's to to pop up, it's going to take a minute for some reason. It, the internet is giving me a really Dusty's uh, Springfield. I know I've heard my parents, my, my mom, I think especially mentioned Dusty Springfield multiple times. I'm trying to remember. Uh, the, oh no, Tracy's. I'm in a still gift. here. Okay. Sorry, it's just a little. You look like um, a gift <laughs> that has like a 140 pixel resolution. <laughs> like you're so smooth and like. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's oh, man. almost. Oh, his lips aren't moving. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh man. I wish this was, we need to start it's making bad. a video podcast. Maybe um, I, maybe, maybe I, yeah, after we finish the be. alphabet, we can like re yeah. be reborn like the phoenix with all the the solo the, stuff and the, do like a video. The podcast. acid trip that's happening to yeah. a screen right now. It's very seventies. Yeah, to be to be fair, yeah, well, well, very late sixties, early seventies. On theme. All right. You probably can't oh, see this, okay. but you'll hear this. Springfield. Why do birds okay, this is even better. This is good. Right. You say chain smoke pole balls. There's a little syncopation in there. Yes. I like it. I like it. Oh yeah, the look of love. So that's look of love. yeah, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Again, um, yeah, baby, and then yeah, baby. They, yeah, baby. This song was more was repeated one more time in 1987 um, for a wider release um, okay. by Gwen Guthrie for a very different version of the song. I thought you were going to say Gwen Stefani, but that was a little. <laughs> before. Oh yeah, listen to that. Oh, this is interesting. Wow. Is this from the 80s? It's like disco or like early. This sounds like a background to techno some electronic videos I've sounds like a commercial for a 900 number on like TV and TV. Wow. Yeah. Back it's in the 90s. Genre. Call in tonight. You know you want to. <laughs> I'm going to get through the intro Are here. You lonely? <laughs> <laughs> is 
This is a very different. This is the most different. This is more different than Mirror Mask. This is like very out there. Oh, one nine hundred. She's waiting for the Bacharach, baby. Yeah, baby. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is bizarre. <laughs> I'm not sure I like this. <laughs> you need to make it stop. Yeah, yeah make, it, make it stop, Tracy. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> I made it stop uh, for I you mean, guys. I forgot to make that, it stop that, for me. I'm still listening. That was not... Uh, I I feel like if I was at a roller rink yep. in 1988, I would appreciate that. Yes. Hey, I was at a roller <laughs> rink in 1988, and I do appreciate it. <laughs> and I I may have been. I, there was one nearby where we used to go when I was a kid, but like I would have been very young at that point. Yes. Yes, you would have been. <laughs> now, I mean, so that last techno-heavy version, um, it, it only hit number 67 on the Hot Black Singles billboard list. I mean... I didn't know that was a thing. I, I was just going to say... That's how niche do you have to get before Very it hits niche. the re- the hit, like hot black singles? <laughs> okay, to be fair, to be fair, when I was in high school and I was on mp3.com, I would be very proud that my like latest single hit like number 33 in like IDM in the New England region on mp3.com. So like, you know what? More power to you. Nice. You. Um, but the so it, it Needs to be said that BNL's version is, I think, the only time that I've heard a male singing this version of this song. Hmm. And we haven't even we haven't even played that no. yet. I should probably yeah. play a quick snippet of that so that Do we it, know yeah. the Do song it. that we will eventually be talking about tonight. <laughs> Throw it in there. Um, <laughs> we're taking quite a journey. Oh, this is yeah, this is a journey. Faithfully in a pain. Okay. <coughs> Why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by? Hear the syncopation? It's so good. Just like me, they long to be. Close to you. So good. I really do love this version. Yeah, it's fantastic, uh, yeah. to be honest. Like, I don't want to tip my hand, but I really dig it. Um, Stephen Page is very expressive. The vocals, the, the harmonies are fantastic. He's there. Um, it's like he's there. You yeah. know, he's conveying it. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. It yeah feels, he's he's doing great. a fantastic I mean, it's, it's job. A, it's a much slower version than than the usual that's put out there, but well, I mean they had to do something different. Yeah, this wasn't what he actually wanted to sing, which I'm sure he'll get into. This isn't the arrangement that he wanted. Wait, right? Let's see. Do you okay? Tell tell us. I'm I'm very curious about this. I let the cat out of the bag too early because I no, think Tracy probably has all the deep divey stuff. I, I don't. I I did at one point, and I could not pull up all of my facts for this this week. My computer oh, man, was being weird. I don't weird. have anything written down on my hand other than um, John Zorn. <laughs> so I, I remember oh that God. they asked. Yeah. Oh, wait, 
shut up. Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy. Exhibit A. Did you just reference John Zorn? Only because he um he was talking about John Zorn. Oh my uh, god. Stephen Page is talking about John Zorn. Boom. Because mind blown. <laughs> Um, so on the Live from Home 98, it was the most recent time he referenced it, that he was talking about how um, it, after, like around the time Stunt was debuting, so let's see, it was... 98? April 15th. Jesus Christ, dog. Get off of me. 1998. <laughs> Sorry. She's like trying to French me. Um, so... They got together with uh, Burt Bacharach and his people. And when they were rehearsing, they had um, done up a kind of a version that they liked that was kind of had a different feel than what his version was. Um, and that's when Kevin said, oh, man, I really like the arrangement that John Zorn did of oh my God. Close to You, which I tried to find and I couldn't find. Um, that John Zorn had done Burt Bacharach, a song called Burt Bacharach, but I haven't seen his version of Close to You. So anyway, when when Kevin said that, you know, um, Burt got very upset because he thought that <laughs> version was, uh, I don't know, he didn't call it an abomination, but he, wow. he, he was very offended by that version. Wow. He thought it was, he got very upset about it. And so, um, after hearing their version and kind of hearing what Kevin said, um, they came which back is why to them. Kevin is standing in the background the whole entire time yeah. doing nothing. Oh, it actually <laughs> Tyler took off because he was so pissed off. Wait, what? Left. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, Tyler was Wait. so pissed off about what um, Bert had said. Wow! About their arrangement. Wow. And, that he had left. He went to go take a time out, I guess. And then, holy moly. Uh, so, yeah, there was some little controversy around it. And then they finally, uh, one of Burt Bagarak's people came back to them and said, Oh, you know, we're going to record your song, but just so you know, we got a lot of people on tonight. So we don't think it's going to make it to air. <laughs> and they're like, Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold on. Did Bert say something? Did, can, wow. Can, can, He's like, we can do it different if he wants to, you know, or just, you know. So Bert came over and they they hashed things out and they ended up just doing it straight like Bert wanted. And Bert was on keys. Um and Ke Kevin at that time wait, was sick. Yeah, wait, Bert so was on Bert keys. Bacharach's playing piano on this? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh my no god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my because god. Kevin was sick anyway. He was so there was a video of this that was Holy up and shit. there was a video of this that was up until about a week and a half ago and wow. then YouTube took it down. Okay, um, so I have so much to say, but the first thing I want to say <laughs> All right, so is, that's your launching point with the John Zorn and everything. Well, put an asterisk 
next to this uh, 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 episode because this is the episode that Betsy out music nerded the music nerd. <laughs> I went to I'm school literally for just this. repeating what he said. So, well, but like, I love John Zorn. I never expected, I was like, oh, Faith No More, you know, uh, uh, Mirror Mask. You out obscured me with the John Zorn reference. And that's, I, my hat is off. I don't, I'm not wearing a hat, but I'm, your metaphorical yeah yeah that yeah, was cool thank you for sharing that because i had no idea yeah. and i had no idea burt Bacharach was playing piano on this i, I have been yes. my notes like oh kevin's yeah. doing a great job yeah, it's yeah. Bert. that's Not amazing Bert. hey bert this, this is incredible <laughs> like oh man thank you for, yeah. for sharing that out of problem and in the video bert is smiling it looks like yeah, he's he like actually i'm sure he was having a great really time it happy. sounds like everyone was having a great time <laughs> well they asked him like do you want do you want to play piano with us they're like yeah but he's like yeah, yeah i'd love to play piano with you <laughs> so everything ended up okay that's awesome yeah they worked it out wow whose suggestion well, was it to do the john zorn version because that sounds like a Stephen that was page. kevin that was Kevin. Kevin said well, he, he liked, Kevin's very, very jazzy. He's very avant-garde. Yeah, yeah. Interested that makes sense. Things actually. like that. John that Zorn, definitely fits. He, yeah. he said he likes his version. Very avant-garde, like underground. Uh, he, like, he makes weird music, and I like. Yeah, it, if like they call it some sort of like <laughs> jazz noise. Yeah, I mean it depends on the album. Noise. He has a broad range because he has stuff that's like very accessible, and he has stuff that's way out there. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, oh my and God. I mean, That's let's so face cool. it. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin comes from the background of the look people. So, look of pe- course wait, 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 he... back up, Tracy. What is the look people? So, if you've never heard the look people, I'll I'll encourage people to go out and listen. But it was the first band that Kevin was with. Oh, um, interesting. <laughs> and they are. Uh, the only way I can I explain you're talking them about the look by Roxette. He's got the look. If you imagine, imagine what, um, what Genesis would have been had Peter Gabriel stayed with them and continued going down the experimental direction. Tracy, that's all I ever wanted in life. You would have enjoyed. They are very experimental and very expressionistic on stage. I'm gonna have to check them out. Um, That sounds awesome. I think you would actually love the look, people. Yeah, Um, sounds great. You know, it, it comes from this very different background so it does not surprise me that kevin was like yeah let's try this i love this really out there version (laughs) (laughs) um oh we should probably say like where this was so this was on it's on the cd and vhs called one amazing night Mm -hmm. you can find it on dvd but it's extremely rare right now you can buy it on ebay for 70 bucks i wasn't gonna do that um, it was a TV special that was done in 1998 oh, cool. Cool, to celebrate cool. Burt Baccarat's 70th birthday. Um, and so they had Cheryl Man. Crow on One Less Bell to Answer. Um, <laughs> they had Elvis Costello singing God Give Me the Strength. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. They had nice. Chrissy Hind on Baby It's You and Mike, Message to Michael. Go ahead, Betsy. My favorite is they had Mike Myers on What's New Pussycat. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He's actually a decent singer. I want this. If you've album never heard so that version, right here I will play it for you. Oh my god, it's so it's so funny. That sounds amazing. Oh, well, please, so, please, please, please. Um, I'm just pulling it up right now. 
and also legitimately like so talented dude i i, I want that man yes. to have I love his deserved him. comeback let He's me got a great, uh, uh, show. autobiography out on um an audio book it's so nice is that on Audible? Will... Mm-hmm. Yep, on Audible. Not a, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. <laughs> but like, uh, now I want to go listen to it. Uh, Mike, Mike, we know you listen twice. to the show. Please come on. <laughs> oh my God, Tracy, can you get Mike Myers on here? I'll die happy, please. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so go encounter your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. And pussycat nose. So, um, what? And there's Ben Folds so, Five on this I was, album. I need so this here's album. Ben Folds Five <laughs> yes. cover, cover of yes. Raindrops oh, Keep Falling man. on My Head. Oh my God! He's, no, Bert was in it. Well, he wasn't playing. He was Everybody just in the background dancing around. Love Ben. <laughs> so kind of yeah, he's got like good, he's very like college professor yeah. <laughs> now the great part of this part is when they break out during the bridge nice good Oh yeah! Oh my God! Oh, I need this album. I want to find this on vinyl. Ain't on it. Such a hipster. And I love how Bert is loving it in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Bert's like, yeah, you you do my song different. I'm good with that. This is this that is a great now. Okay, so yeah. just putting it out there, Betsy has won this episode <laughs> in terms of like. Hipster music cred, so I'm not trying to re- I'm not trying to reclaim the, I... the crown. Like you have it this episode, but I should say I'm I mentioned I mentioned Lounge Palooza earlier on that album. Yeah, ben Folds performs "She Don't Use Jelly" by the Flaming Lips in the style of the Lounge. Ah, <laughs> it is a great. I love cover. that song. Yeah, I recommend um, it. They also had on this album Luther Vandross covering. What the world le- mm-hmm. needs now. There, this is like um, this is like the soulful version of the Disney theme song to put the credits. <laughs> like Aladdin when they do like I can show you the world, but it's like the R and B version. This is, this is soulful. I and like oh man, yeah. I need this album. I didn't know how much I needed this album. And then of course Dionne Warwick covers like four yeah, of her songs definitely. that she that he wrote for her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean know, I would hope. Why not? So you got walk on by. 
Oh yeah. He was a very prolific. So she covers uh, walk on by, say a little prayer for you. Do you know the way to San Jose? And oh, what was the other one? Uh, nope, that was it was three. Sorry, three. So it was a it was a pretty darn good album. Like I would I would I like it. <laughs> and then of course you also have the co- cover of All Saints doing always something there to remind me, which I did not realize was a oh that's Burt right Baccarat oh, song. Oh, I didn't realize until me. I listened to this version mm-hmm. of it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely a Burt Baccarat song because. Naked Eyes definitely redid it in in their own style, but if you listen to this version of it, um, what it, it sounds like a Burt Baccarat song. Um, so I'll play that right here. You can you can hear the the his influence on this, especially the horns, because he liked to write a lot for Herb Albert as well. Damn it, um, Tracy! You you stole my thunder. No, <laughs> I was going to reference a little Spanish flea by Herb Alpert. No. Oh yeah, it's, it's very much the same kind of very similar. <laughs> Which I, all I can think of is Homer Simpson uh, when I hear that song. I mean, I can hear the I can hear the Burt influence at that point. I can't hear it when when Naked Eyes does it, but now it totally makes sense now. And yes, I get the irony of of a one eyed man saying Naked Eyes. <laughs> Private Eye is watching you, watching you, watching you. Um. And the the part that really makes me upset about this is that most of these you can actually find online the whole entire video of them in the concert doing this except for bnl they took the bnl one down i i don't get it i it really upsets me because i was really enjoying for like about a week and a half there as we were leading up to this going all right we get the video this is gonna be great and then disappeared i was so upset Yeah, I'm upset too. <laughs> I was I'm like, wow, upset. no one can hear me. <laughs> no, we hear you. <laughs> we hear you loud and clear. Um, so we should probably discuss other major songs that Bert and well, Bert wrote um a lot of them also with David ha- um Hal David, sorry. Did you say David Hasselhoff? <laughs> David Hasselhoff I was trying to say David Hal, but it's Hal David. Big, very big I like to think of as him eating the cheeseburger on the floor. Oh, oh, oh. No, cheeseburger in paradise is a different. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's Jimmy uh, Hasselhoff. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Hasselhoff. <laughs> Jimmy Hasselhoff. 
Um, so major songs by, by our friend Bert is one less bell to answer. Baby. It's you. What's new pussycat walk on by. Uh, Say a little prayer for you. Do you know the way to San Jose? What the world needs now is love. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Always something there to remind me. That's what friends are for. Arthur's seam, which is the best that you can do, is fall in love um, any day now. Um, I'll never fall in love again. Mm. The theme song to Casino Royale. Uh, the Look of Love, On My mm. Own, Heart Light, by, that was sung by Neil Diamond and Alfie. Yeah. Now, that, um, that's, that's the original Casino Royale with Peter Sellers, amongst others, not the remake with Daniel correct. Craig. Which the theme song was made by Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. Correct. And Casino Royale, the 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 soundtrack was written by him as well. And Hal David helped to write the, the words on most of these songs. So most of the songs, um, Burt Baccarat would write the music and uh, Hal David would write the music. I mean, would write the, the lyrics um, until they, until Bert decided to break up with with him did and they they had a big blowout um and that, but Hal David had an amazing career afterwards as well like he wrote three bond move songs for three bond movies mm. he so he wrote for Casino Royale of course Moonraker Honor Majesty's Majesty's Secret Service um he wrote the song to all the girls I loved before he wrote most of the songs that were listed above um with um with Burt Baccarat. He he wrote kind of like an Elton John Bernie Toppin situation. Yeah. Except for afterwards, he went on to do a lot more than Bernie Toppin yeah. did. Like he he went on and did. Whoa, like, hey, Bernie Toppin, we know you listen. <laughs> Come on, this um, like he he was pretty big, but the pair of them won. They were nominated four times and won one Oscar. They also won the Grammy for Promises, Promises. They were nominated five other times for Grammys. They were nominated for the best musical for uh, Tony. Hal also won an ACMA and two separate Oscars, two separate Golden Globes, five separate Grammys. Bert on his own, well, not on his own, but separate from Hal, um, he wrote... Oh, I don't have. I deleted it. Oh shoot! Yeah, I deleted all the ones that he that he did on his own. Um, but I mean, they were an amazing writing duo, and they did end up working things out and and coming back together to to work together once in a while. Um, but yeah, they had a pretty big falling out after one of the movies. Hmm. I have an interesting little tidbit of trivia. Sure. I heard on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Conan, come on the podcast. We love you. Um, Anybody listen, please come on. 
Yeah, <laughs> we know you love him. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Cash had submitted a, speaking of Bond songs, Johnny Cash had on his own will submitted a Bond song and they rejected it. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's not really relevant to anything other than the topic of I Bond I can't imagine, songs. Betsy, because they rejected but, not one, but two songs from the best band in the world, Radiohead. So the people who choose right, the Bond I heard music that too. are idiots, in spite of accepting Chris Cornell to do uh, the remake of, of uh, Casino Royale, which was a good choice. Yeah, and, and allowing how David to write three. Choice, but yeah, okay, <laughs> not to divert from the current path, but I just wanted to put. I'm that just in saying, there. "Man of War" by Radiohead is the best potential Bond song ever written. <laughs> I give it a listen. Um, now, so what you were saying earlier about the the writing and the easy listening thing for for Bert is interesting because he he's known for. I think people give him a hard time because of, he started writing a long time ago. And so music was different back at that time. Yeah. Um, he was known for what, for on, according to what everything I've read for like unusual chord progressions mm -hmm. and syncopated rhythmic. Yeah. He patterns. had a lot of jazz, jazz influence. Definitely. I heard yep. bossa nova as well. Like he had some bossa nova elements mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, yep. Latin influence definitely. Mm. He liked to use a lot of flugelhorns and <laughs> flutes Flugel. and pianos and multi fortissimo strings. And I will agree that he liked to get what they called uh, cooing female voices. I would cooing. I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's some cooing, cooing female voice. Like uh, he did tend to write for a certain type of voice. An auditory swoon, or yeah, yeah, that's cute. I mean, when I when I think of him, I would I would associate him with like the Dusty Springfield type of, or or Dionne Warwick type of voice. Mm -hmm. Like it, it just kind of fits what he writes. Which is why I was really shocked when when BNL played this song because it doesn't it's not a typical BNL song. No. I mean there are other ones that are in his his catalog that I would have thought probably would have been more BNL flavor. So I'm almost thinking they were told <laughs> No, song. actually well, when when was this recorded? 98 yeah. yeah. So Faith No More had already done this guy's in love with you at that point. So they probably were like. <laughs> <laughs> so according to what he said from the live from home, they met with Bert and Bert gave him like a list of songs to choose from. And they all like unanimously chose that song because they were familiar with it and they liked it. Really? But Yeah. That's what he said on the live from home show. But <laughs> And I then mean, I like the artists it, but... backed out from uh, a particular song, but they didn't. They didn't end up doing that song anyway. Bare Naked Ladies didn't, so they chose it of their own free will, apparently. But and and huh. then they put their own spin on it, and then they had to unspin that spin because he didn't like that spin, and so they just did right. it straight to him. Yeah. It's so maybe short. Maybe version. it would have sounded more BNL had they done their spin on it. I think so. I would love to hear the BNL spin of it. I would love to hear. I mean, Bert is unfortunately no longer with us. BNL, that means that you should you should cover Both your you. version. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Make him roll yeah. over in his grave. Maybe they'll bring him back. <laughs> I I think it better saw. I like for me. I think always something there to remind me or Arthur's theme would have been better choices for for them. Considering the <laughs> the Page Duffy collaborations, always something there to remind me seems like that would be like a good choice. I agree, but I think this is a great cover, so I'm happy we got it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah, and and I do want. Uh, I'm responding to what what you wrote in the chat there, Aaron. Um, but uh, going back to Mike Myers, he said when he was in doing, I don't know if it was this performance, but he's actually done um, what's new Pussycat. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, what's new Pussycat a couple of times for different tribute um, albums for Burt Baccarat. Um, on one of them, he said that that Burt Baccarat was a major influence for Austin Powers in terms of the writing of it. Interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. So now I want to know about Burt Baccarat's real life. <laughs> I mean, the dude clearly got down. <laughs> <laughs> he oozes mojo, I guess. He's got mojo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to ooze, I suppose that's the a more benign thing to ooze. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's to fair. Ooze anything. That's fair. Not much to create anything either, though. I don't know. Secreting and oozing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Emitting. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so should we break this down? I feel like we've talked quite a lot about oh, yeah. yeah, let's break it down and let's talk about BNL's version. Okay. Let's break it down. <laughs> break <the> Always <laughs> something there to <laughs> different song. Uh, close to you, also known as They Long to Be Close to You, originally by Burt Bacharach, as covered by Bare Naked Ladies, is in the key of A flat major, which is the same as most recordings I've heard by Burt Bacharach, although I believe I've seen some in G major as well. It's recorded approximately at 76 beats per minute, but it really varies quite a lot, which I think is appropriate for a tune like this. They let the, um, the emotions kind of dictate uh, how they're playing it. The intro vamps on A flat major seven to E flat major seven. And then the verse, you know, why do birds? Uh, we have A flat to G minor to C minor seven to A flat major seven to E flat major seven. Uh, the chorus on the day that you were born goes A flat major seven to G minor seven to C seven back to A flat major seven to B flat. Uh, on this, that's pretty much it. Uh, on the second chorus, there is a feel change in this version, it goes from swing to straight eighth notes and the tempo the tempo increases to about 83 beats per minute um <coughs> then we go back to swung eighths and about 78 beats per minute the form is the intro a which is just vamping on the two chords to the first verse which is our b section chorus c section verse two b section piano solo which is staying in the b section uh the chorus i'm calling this a new section so we'll say d um, even though the chord changes are the same as the first chorus because of the change in feel and tempo, you could call it C if you want. That's fine. 
Um, and then verse three, again, our B section, lovely harmonies here by the rest of the band. And then the outro, which is the same as the intro, A flat to E flat, which is our A section again. So the form is about A, B, C, B, D, B, A, if you're if you're going to agree with my um, particular uh, uh, nomenclature. Amazing vocals from Steve. Beautiful harmonies mm-hmm. for the rest of the boys. Lovely mm-hmm. upright bass from Jim. Very expressive and elegant piano work. I said in my notes from Kevin, but I guess apparently from Burt Backrack himself. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, I'm a drummer too. I'm a jazz drummer, and I know how hard it is to play with restraint on gentle ballads like this. So great work here. Very tasteful. All in all, the band, I think, is in top form here. Um, Man, it's... uh. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like um, when I think of this song and this particular arrangement, you know, like um, this is very good. I, I think, you know, as I mentioned, I think Burt Bacharach was a better songwriter than a vocalist. So hearing Stephen Page really, really like swinging for the fences with the wonderful harmonies from, I'm guessing, Ed and Kevin, possibly Jim, too. It's really lovely. Um, and I'm probably tipping my hand here, but I really dig the track. I mean, the harmonies on this, right at the very beginning, you get those sweet harmonies from yeah. them. And so correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, is that a electro arc, arco bass, an electric arco bass? Uh, it just sounds like I would have guessed a fretless upright bass, but like uh, it, it very well could be, I was thinking like an acoustic electric um, I don't know the specific kind, but like, yeah, it's just got this real jazzy feel to it. It feels like an upright bass, and it's like well, and it, for jazz ballads. Like when I, the part I'm thinking of is that that like it sounds like he's playing a cello, but it's not. I, I maybe it's a band behind them, but it almost sounds like Jim playing Arco. Oh, it very well may be. It very well may be. Uh, I mean, he could. If he's playing, I mean, the thing about a fretless upright is essentially you could play it with a bow. Um, mm. It's been done by many bands, including Primus. And uh, back when <laughs> my band, the Second Child, had uh, Stu Mahan as our bass player, he used to do this in some of our songs. And as you were saying, like that Steve's angelic voice on the song, just it, I think it, it just takes over the it's song. It's like butter. It is. And I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but uh, Steve changed the lyrics on the second bridge. <laughs> Did he? So on the on I've listened to this so many times this week. Um, on the first time, it, it, he changes the lyrics that I always have been confused about, anyways. Um. On the day that you were born, the angels yes. got together and decided to create a dream come true. So they mm-hmm. sprinkled moon dust in your hair of gold, and the of yes. gold comes into the next line. And starlight in your and eyes starlight of blue. into your eyes of blue. Or starlight in your eyes of blue. The second time he says the other version that I had always thought it was because the way it's sung can sound the other way, which is they sprinkled moon dust in your hair and golden. Uh, and golden starlight in your eyes of blue. Hmm. So it's the second didn't time around. That. I don't know if he did it on purpose <laughs> with <laughs> Bert right there behind him, but 
his his tiny little act of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> Fuck you, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> it's slower, but it I think it's even more powerful than any other versions I've heard do. Ah, I'm having a tough time between this and the mirror mask version because I've loved that version for so long. <laughs> Um, and the harmonies are so outrageous and very jazzy and seventh and 11th you know, whatever. Um, but this is a very good version. Uh, I don't know. As far as the lyrics are concerned, like young and angsty Aaron, as opposed to, I suppose, older and still angsty Aaron, uh, would have <laughs> read this off as like fluff. You know, I think I would have heard lyrics from the day that you were born or on the day that you were born, the angels got together, decided to create a dream come true and probably thrown up in my mouth a little. But having... <laughs> Having fallen in love pretty hard a few times now, while I think I would express those feelings somewhat differently in my music, I get it, right? And I know what it's like to think about someone and feel butterflies in my stomach. The honeymoon phase, the halo effect, however you want to refer to it. There's a very real like distortion of perception that occurs when you fall really hard for someone. And I know they didn't write the lyrics, but and Albert did, aside from potentially, uh, I guess, a change up by, by Stephen. Um, and again, you can call it cheesy, you can call it on the nose, but I think it's a really lovely ballad. And when sung by a masterful and expressive vocalist and performed by a talented band, you can really hear how great a song it is, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. I, I mean, I like, lyrically, it's a little schmaltzy, but um, the way... It's, it's a good kind of schmaltz. It's like the Spielberg yeah, schmaltz. It's like sweet schmaltz. <laughs> The uh, Spielberg schmaltz. I appreciate schmaltz, schmaltz when it's good, you know. Yeah, properly delivered. It's it's um, <laughs> it takes on a, a, a do a new uh, kind of feel to it, which is why I'm heavily biased anyway. So this will always be my favorite version. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean his his voice is so beautiful that like I'm invested from the first note because it's his voice. <laughs> And yeah, like you guys are saying, the harmonies are beautiful and they're done like in the right proportions too. So, cause you don't want to be too heavy handed with it. Um, so really it's, it's, it's beautifully done. I there's not much you can do about the lyrics because it's a cover, but I think <laughs> they really, um, I want to hear, I want to hear Steve's rewrite of the, the lyrics. Of I the do <laughs> I was, I was thinking that when he did it from Live From Home, he would do kind of a rewritten version, but it was fairly straightforward, like it was on the on the recording for the Burt Bacharach Wonderful Night thing. But. On the day that you were born, there was lightning and there was thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know. You could go different directions with that for sure. No, I, I, I would like to hear what Steven has to do with it. Like, I, I do think that it's a little schmaltzy, like you were saying. Like, it, But when you're writing a love song, and that's what this is, and that's what Bird is known for is writing love songs. Like, I think that, especially at this era when when it was written, that's what, that's what love songs were. That's what these ballads were. Um can he write other types of songs? Sure. Raindrops keep falling on my head or, you know, and, and stuff like that is, is there, he, you know, there's always something there to remind me is a bittersweet song. So it's not like he and Hal can't write that. It's just, that's not what this song is. 
Stefan, you were going to say something. We interrupted you. Oh, yeah. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no you're good. Um, you know, I, you know, I've got a touch of the tism. So it's like easy, uh, easy listening music really kind of hits, hits my buttons. It was like, uh, I know uh, Aaron was saying something about uh, elevator music and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, my, my parents would play that stuff to me all the time. Um, just to calm me down, you know, because I mean, I was pretty bad without sugar. And then, you know, he jazzed me up on sugar and it's like, <laughs> you know, having a, like a parachute full of 10,000 cats, <laughs> you know, all on cat. And he's just, you know, as an ADHD kid, you hook up one parachute to a helicopter blade and just spin them around. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what I was like as a kid. So, um, you know, the carpenters, I mean, you can make fun of them, but they will knock a kid out. <laughs> They're like a, a they vocal quaalude, like, huh? Sleep. That's true. Yeah, right. exactly. So, um, Burt Bacharach and all, all kinds of stuff like that. I like that kind of music. And um, <laughs> I grew up listening to it because that's what did it for me. And I find that as an adult, I'm like, I can appreciate it now because I'm like, yeah, all right. I can see how it's soothing. But with this song, it just it blew my mind because uh, it's like usually sometimes there's like some kind of disconnect between the music and, and the lyricist and how they're singing it. But this is just it, uh, it's almost as though Stephen's voice is meant for this song. Mm-hmm. It's just butter mm-hmm. you know it's just smooth you know and i like that and uh it just fits perfectly and i, I just i don't know what it is but uh, i listen to this i immediately say wow I'm like this is good um like i can listen to this all day so <laughs> and uh you know you know when you're in the butter zone you're in the butter zone <laughs> you know sometimes you need lobster with that you want lobster with the, the butter? butter Keep in the floor. Get lobster with it. Into the butter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I loved about it. Uh, you know, you guys didn't cut me off. I was just, you know, finally had a chance to say something because you guys are all smart, and I'm like over here going da da. That is I'm, not I'm still accurate. on like I'm still on Austin. Take powers. umbrage <laughs> with that assessment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know who. Josh Zorg is, isn't he like the father of like, um, like Buzz Lightyear or something? Isn't that Josh is that Zorg? The dude? <laughs> Love it, uh, yeah. John Zorn. We we know you listen uh, to some of the show. Came so close to snarfing right then. Oh man! <laughs> um, so I close. do want to share one more version of this song. Um, the Carpenters were on the Muppet Show at one point. Um, oh no! But and they didn't cover close to you as far as I know, but these guys did. Oh, no. Well, this give me nightmares. Oh, I remember this. Yes. I love this. There we go. Why do birds suddenly appear (laughs) you are near Ha, 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 ha. 
That's just. Oh. It's genius. It's genius. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Uh, just the characters created by Jim Henson and company or this. All right. You can't beat it. <sighs> just can't beat it. Well, I was hoping, too, that when there was going to be like a, another band covering it, and it would be like a little more eccentric that the birds that would be in the background would be like vultures or something. <laughs> <laughs> something just opposite of what you'd expect. I always love the Muppets. Yeah. I, I was hopeful, though, that when they That's mentioned funny. birds, that Sam uh. the Eagle would make an appearance. But <laughs> Well, we should probably give some ratings to this. How many angels? Zords. How many Zords? I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to double down on it too much. Yeah, birds. Uh, How many magnets? Yeah. All right. What do you guys how recommend? How many? How many angels? All right. How let's go with Zords? angels. How many angels? All right. Um, Stefan, you haven't been on in a while. How many, how many angels do you give this? Oh gosh. Uh, like I said, this is like butter and it's like, uh, just a perfect, perfect blend of things. I'm just rating this song with Steve singing it. He's got a great voice. He matches everything. Great. Like I, I put it on my Spotify list and it's like, that's something. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't beat it. I can't floor it. Uh, you know, the writing, the, the lyrics are great. It's very well sung. Uh, the pianist is a brilliant guy, you know, <laughs> of course he's a writer, right? You know? So, um, you know, I think everything is, is perfect on the song. I can't think of anything wrong. So gotta go with like a, I don't know. Well, 4.9. Oh, four oh, nine. Wow. I say four nine. That, that's good. Ooh, wow. Is that good? That's good. Oh, wow. wow. Um, well, right. hand it over to Betsy. I just don't know. It's, it's so hard to it's so hard to score something that isn't originally theirs. Um, yeah. So agreed. it's kind of with a bit of an asterisk. But I mean, they did a beautiful job. Granted, they were kind of had like a little bit creative. You know, stifled a little creative. Uh, Jesus Christ, why can't I talk to creativity? Um, so they did a beautiful job with how they did it. I, I would give it a 3.9. Okay, 3.9. Oh, you stopped. Just, just, just <laughs> missed the playlist. Missed by that much. Uh, what about you, Aaron? <laughs> that much. Well, uh, it's probably no surprise, uh, but I really like this song. I dare say it has earned a spot on my <laughs> best of playlist. And uh, therefore, I am happy to award it four out uh, four angels out of five. <laughs> I would not dare to decapitate an angel or, or remove yeah. any of its limbs. The so four very much intact angels out of five. You guys shaved off a tibia. Um, and I... I... I really like this song. Um, well, I don't like the song. I don't like the song itself. Oh, um, as you you had mentioned earlier, uh, Aaron, it's kind of schmaltzy. It, it, 
I grew up listening to it, but at the same time, I feel like my my uh, tastes have changed since then. Never thought I'd see um, the day that I'm defending Schmoltz. But BNL didn't write this. This is an interesting episode. You know, there's people who have grown up listening <laughs> to Tracy, too. They still like that. Uh, <laughs> but this, I will say, this is my favorite version of this song. I'm not a big fan of this song, but it's my favorite version mm. of this song. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.5. Ooh, the hater rate is being... I am, I am the hater rate. I thought I was going to be the hater. No. And Stefan is the lover rate over here. We we have no... <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> uh, we have no history. We have no BNL history this week. Um, nothing important really big happened in BNL history. You know, I kept looking through no. the list and I couldn't... I. This, I was like, well, maybe this thing. Well, maybe that thing. I, but no, there's no things. I, I guess we'll have to <laughs> wait till next week for things to come up. Is there a trouble with Tracy? No, it's just next week's song is things. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh wow. Okay. I think yeah. it fell between most of the tours, is why. But. Mm. Um. And by the way, um. So thank you very much for joining me, guys. And. uh yeah. Thanks. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah. See you next Yay. week. Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe one. Rasmataz. Why not use your knowledge of the future to play the stock markets? Oh, God. Billions. You're a pirate. Yeah. Did you have a laser accident? <laughs> Laser beams. Or, or, Lasers. No, I, I scra- somehow my oh, no. cornea got scratched. Oh, God, what happened? I don't <laughs> know. I, put, I thought I, you were wearing it as like an affectation. I hope that uh, it heals up. It'll nicely. get better. I hope so. I'm going to go to the eye doctor tomorrow. If Damn, you can dude. find your way, right? I, oh. I thought you were doing an Austin Powers joke because they, they, <laughs> they, they played <laughs> a t shirt. Ask me about my eye patch. Like number number Every one. kid I saw today kept saying, Hey, say R. I'm like, it's not funny anymore. When is National Talk Like a Pirate Day? <laughs> oh, play into just, it. Double down ahead. on it. Just keep in mind, Tracy, if you need to take a right, take three lefts instead. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Glad to have you back, uh. Stefan. I'm happy to be back too. It is indeed. <laughs> Welcome to the Baronicity. Is that your Bill Cosby impression? <laughs> I don't know why it morphed into something. I just. The Baronicity ABCs and the Jello Pudding Pop. <laughs> and the Mark and the Macarat. <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.